program is intended for mature audiences. Listener discretion is advised. The views expressed are those of the panelists and not necessarily those of the sponsors. Comcast, the Salt Lake Tribune, Simmons Media, the Utah Symphony Orchestra, MSN.com, any school district, their respective managements, owners, or employees. Oh, you have selected GeekShowPodcast.com. Good for you. And thank you for doing it. Hi, it's Carrie. And to keep this show up and running, we rely on our fine sponsors. Give them all some love, individual and long-lasting love, if you can. PCLaptops.com. They provide us with the juggernaut, this here computer right here in front of me that I am speaking into right here. Uh, the greatest laptop ever built, in my opinion. Dan, the laptop man, can build a laptop for whatever your need, from a super gaming system like he likes to do, and the stuff that I'd use in my office or, or here in my little studio. Let Dan help you at PCLaptops.com. Dr. Volt's Comic Connection, the friendly comic book store in Salt Lake City. Their hold service, or a poll as, as it's known throughout the nation, a hold service is free. You get 10% off your hold purchases over $20. And you'll probably see me and the panelists there most Wednesdays, 2043 East, 3300 South. And we love the Atomic Arcade. It's the real deal. Classic arcade games at classic prices. Donkey Kong, Asteroids, Defender, you know what I'm talking about. All the great classics at classic prices. Open seven days a week and open late as well. 3939 Highland Drive in Salt Lake. I want to thank all our sponsors for paying for this party. Here we go. Couldn't we have Jorel be um, like a t-shirt? Yeah, she sent me an apology. <laughs> and it's not a website, it's a Facebook page. Yeah. So. I guess she felt sorry for you. Are you drunk? He's, he's drunk on his own importance. Well, Jack Sparrow's a but, no, 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 no. They no. talked to me about it, but I was too thin. They cast another fat, washed-up alcoholic. Uh, this movie has something against America. He's starting to look more and more like a donkey. I don't want to be the gobble. I want to be the knob. Geekshowpodcast.com All right, it begins. Geekshowpodcast.com and the drinking tour of Disneyland. This is a, a very special edition of the podcast. Um, joining us here, we're starting at the Storytellers Cafe inside of Disney's California Adventure Hotel. Are we in Yellowstone? What's that? Are we in Yellowstone? This is amazing. Well, more like Jellystone, my dear. Wow. Uh, so many horses. Yeah. And, uh, and Shannon nearly did not come inside because there was a bear. Yeah, there was bears here. You know, I don't usually do that. Bears are dangerous. They're, they're, they're heartless killing machines. Oh. And I saw giant chipmunks, too. What is this place? Oh, that was just Chip. That was just Chip and his... Uh... No, it's a furry convention. No. Yeah. <laughs> it was uh, Chip and his uh, his partner, his life partner, Dale, are, are, all, are all over the place. Thank you. There we go. Well, they're, they're, they're acceptable now. Yeah. You know, that's fine. So uh, this is this is where we usually begin because it's, a, it's an all-you-can-eat buffet. It's okay. It's not great. Uh, but uh, the best part is is the Bellini, the first drink of the day. Yeah, it's... I'm going to come online here. I'll be awake here in a second. The, the peach Bellini. Shannon's <laughs> booty up. Which is uh, champagne and peach schnapps, I believe. Is there something else in there? Anyone? Roofies. Anyone? Roofies. 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 Yep. But they're shaped like Mickey Mouse. Yes. Little roofies with ears on top of them. Okay, so um, here, here's here's a question. I we We're staying... Unfortunately, not on the park property, and I apologize to you guys. It's fine. We had to walk 30 feet to get here. <laughs> My room was like an hour away. What the hell? But uh, so we're uh, you two have been. Excuse me. You two have been um, like roommates. Yeah. For a couple of days now. About a week. A week. About a week. Yeah. All right. Let me let me just ask each of you before we proceed here. What kind of a roommate is Jimmy Martin? 
a drunk one. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, besides that. Uh, no, I think we did all right. You, yeah. didn't, you, you didn't kill each other. No. I uh, think I've got, I know one he probably hates with me, and, and Kat hates it too. I, I'm energetic in the morning. I want to get up, and he's just like, oh, God. Oh, yeah. yeah. Give, give That's me like true. four hours to wake up. Mm-hmm. I'm I, like, let's just go. I hate morning more than anything. Can you tell? Like, I'm just, I, I don't, like, wake up until See, like, like, one. I only need, like, four hours of sleep to six hours to, to operate fully functional. And so I wake up, and I'm good to go. Well, then, let, let me ask you, Jimmy Martin. Yeah. What kind of roommate is Shannon Barnson? <laughs> Slow. Who's the big spoon? Who's the big spoon? Who's the little spoon? Oh, I, he, I, he's the power bottom. <laughs> yeah. Is that right? Uh-huh. Oh. <laughs> it's nice to know you're both very sharing and giving lovers. Can I oh, just tell you how oh, glad... Scott. How oh, glad Scotty. <laughs> oh, baby boy. <laughs> I got done. I'm just so glad that there are no... Uh, that everything isn't blue and giant explosions are going off all around me. <laughs> that E3 kind of did you end, didn't it? Oh, yeah. Oh. All right, so... <clears throat> Every drinking tour of Disneyland begins, I believe, here with a with a complete breakfast of. Uh, I had a banana of bananas and eggs and meat. I might go get some more bacon and more meat. I had pancake scraps. And uh, we we gave Lolar scraps because. Of... <laughs> well, let me let me introduce the panel. Of course, uh, Shannon Barnes and ladies and gentlemen. Sub son, Lola Binkert has joined us. Lovely Lola, our LA. Uh, uh, yeah. Oh, Correspondent. Yeah, buy? that's Lola's. Yeah, that's hers. You, you buy? Yeah, Lola, you buy. Yeah, Lola's buying. Lola's buying. Uh, an, an unlikely story. Yeah. <laughs> ah, who are you talking to? Uh, friends back home. You want to say oh. hi? Oh, hi. How come you didn't come with them enjoy the Disneyland? Exactly. <laughs> exactly, my dear. Exactly. Thank you very much. <laughs> that was Scott Pierce. That was Scott Pierce. Wait, is that is that bitch gonna steal my job? She might. Yeah. Let's take her with us. She's completely charmed by Shannon. I gotta say. Thank you. <laughs> and of course, uh, Jimmy Martin, big movie mouth off. I'm awake. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So we begin our day at Disneyland. Now, uh, uh, I think that what we uh, probably ought to do is wake Mr. B up. So we'll 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 not hit the booze for a bit. No, I, I, yeah. no, that's how you wake him up. Is that how you yeah, wake him that's, up? That's how you get him up. It kind of is. That's what sad. What was the bar that we were at and I said, I need a vodka Red Bull and they said no energy drinks? Oh, it's that lame-ass uh, New Orleans cafe over there on Disneyland uh, yeah. Uh, Drive. Yeah, that was weird. Yeah, no just, energy drinks. I wanted a vodka Red Bull to keep me awake. And they, right uh, now, every parent needs an energy drink in this place. Right. <laughs> okay, so the key is uh, we we, uh, we have a couple more Bellinis. We get an, uh, a, a humble buzz on. Yeah. And then we uh, head not to the main gig. I like that term. What? A humble buzz. <laughs> a controllable buzz. Uh, then we head over to the monorail station, which okay. is... Monorail? Monorail, sir. Monorail. 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 Do you Mono. think the track will bend? What? No, I never Disney own Simpsons yet? <laughs> they need to. They need to. Uh, so then we'll head over to the monorail, then we'll take Mr. B inside. We'll throw him around on a few rides and uh, things like that, and then we'll... Uh, uh, come lunchtime, we'll find another place to drink in Disneyland, and I'll explain. So, now, now, you guys said that you wanted to do the leaf in the wind approach. Right. That, that, that's that's what Shannon said to me all during E3. I said, "What do you want to do? What do you want to do?" Because I felt like I was, you know, the entertainer. That I've been here before, and I said, "What do you want to do?" And he just said, "Yeah, I'm like, I, I don't know. I'm a leaf in the wind. I'm following you." Well, I, I I'm willing to do that, but at some point, you're going to need or want something. So don't be afraid to just say. I gotta take a piss. Or oh, uh, don't know. worry about it. I yeah. won't. Okay. <laughs> we're, in, we're we're in diapers. We're fine. Yeah. All right. Ask Jimmy. I'm pretty good about saying, motherfucker. I gotta sit down. All right. 
Okay. I think uh, I think we need to get get our friend to uh, get us at least one more Bellini before we go. Yeah. And then we'll head out. And uh, this uh, podcast. We need, uh, we need four more Bellini, sweetheart. Is that okay? Okay, yeah. sure. Is that okay? You think it's yes, safe? Yeah. Would you like to have another one? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> That's the quote of the show. Would you like to have another one? Because I think I'm in love with her. I think I'm you in think love with I this know. woman. We're gonna we're gonna put her in my in my man purse, and we'll just take her home. <laughs> her pockets. All right. Uh, okay. This uh, podcast continues. Uh, the drinking tour of Disneyland continues uh, in just a moment. Hang on. The Geek Show drinking tour of Disneyland continues. We now find ourselves in the, uh, it says Carthay Circle Restaurant. Let's just call it the Carthay Circle Bar and Restaurant. It's a booze hole. It's a booze yeah. This is where the booze lives, all right? This is the, we're back in California adventure. We had to leave Disneyland because even with all of my power, all of my considerable pull, I was unable to get us into Club 33. I'm terribly sorry, you guys. It's okay. The booze is on the other side. Yeah, what's, on, what's Club 33? Club 33 is the only place in the uh, park in Disneyland that you can get alcoholic beverages. It's a restaurant, but it's a members-only kind of a situation. You have to be on an invited guest list. And the only times I've been in there, I've been in there twice, the only times I've been in there has been nothing to do with media connection, has everything to do with banking connections. (laughs) That's where the money is. Makes sense. All right. And we talked about this, and you said it's tradition. I think it's stupid. They don't sell alcohol in that one. And I think it's stupid like as well. No, it's it's just one of those traditions that they're hanging on to as far as Walt goes, right? Exactly. You know, just like um, the whole, you know, don't let men in with long hair because we still do that one. <laughs> exactly. Do they really do that? No. When the park opened originally, you you had to look decent yeah. in in Walt's eyes. You had to look decent, and that meant no no beards or long hair, no hippies is what I'm saying. He also couldn't be a Jew, right? <laughs> no, no, he was. No, he was. He was fine with that. He, he, he you know, he was a Nazi. No. <laughs> anyway. Uh, That's an urban yeah, Well, he just recently took down those fuck-off hippie signs. So. That's right, just barely. <laughs> he was a chain smoker, though. I noticed a lot of uh, vote mitt signs in there. Right? No. Um, anyway, I want to thank, uh, thank these guys. Come over here. We want to have you on the show. Uh, for uh, This is our first round of the Buy Me a Drink tour. Yay. And hopefully not the last. Appreciate it. And uh, this, is, this is John and Megan. Hello. How are you guys? Hi. Now, they, used to, they, they used to live in Utah, and now they live down here. And uh, uh, what brought you down here? Family or what? Uh, she's from here. I met her and moved down here. Oh, that's why she was being so derisive about where you came from. <laughs> that's why well, she hates yeah. Emory County. I had to save him. <laughs> Something about, like, screwing animals and stuff. Yeah. I don't know what to do. It was awful. It was like, and we'll talk about it a little bit later. John and Megan found us in a really weird spot, and that's the exit of the Captain EO show. And we'll <laughs> talk about that in a little while. Captain EO. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to uh, present to you... Uh, our, t- our take on Captain EO. I think EO. we should do it about Wait. 11 o'clock, and I'll try to retell that. Maybe. Yeah, see if you can remember. No, we're going to get Shannon incredibly drunk and then uh, make him try to tell us the story as if we hadn't seen it. And we're going to do it outside of an establishment where nice people are. Yes. We're, going to, we're yeah. going to go outside and do it. I think. I'm going to reenact it. I'm going to do my Angelica Houston impression. Could you give us a taste? <laughs> Turn them into... Trash kind. Yeah, line, line. Uh, but we did just get back from uh, Star Tours. Uh, John and Megan rescued us from uh, Tomorrowland over at Disneyland and said, "Come, the booze is over at California Adventure. Come on over." My feet just lifted off the ground. And uh, we we went on the Star Tours ride. And, uh, my first time. 
Your, is that your first time? I've never. That was my first time on Star Tours, and I was so happy we did not go on a pod race. <laughs> but I, you were talking to some little kid next to you. What were you saying? I was like, have you ever been to space before? This is my first time. <laughs> it's like, I'm so excited. <laughs> I'm so excited. Well, I'm sorry I ruined the tour being a rebel. Yeah, Jimmy was the rebel spy. Yeah, I didn't even know I was. Darth Vader wanted to kick your ass. Uh, on his little platform? On his flying Thanks. platform. <laughs> Thanks for ruining my vacation to Endor. I only had three days off from work. Yep, never gonna now make I'm it. fleeing the empire. Never gonna make it. Oh, oh no, year. this is your Manhattan. Okay. Oh, it's so fucking pretty. I want to marry this. Isn't it? I've never met a man this beautiful. No, this is uh, this is uh, this is a beautiful Manhattan, and uh, Mr. B, former bartender, uh, yeah. was having bartender envy over here. No, it's just a beautiful drink. It's got that cool. I love those big round ice cubes. I think they're such a cool thing. Now, what's the benefit of having the spherical uh, ice cube? Uh, well, one. It keeps your drink cold. <laughs> Two. <laughs> no, the purpose of that is is it keeps your drink cold and it doesn't melt as fast as normal ice, so it doesn't dilute down your what I'm sure is a very tasty Manhattan. You want you want a sip? You want a sip of mine? Yeah. There you go. Have I a thought sip. you were volunteering mine. You've got your own, honey. This place, this is place is cool. Thank you for bringing us here because it totally yeah, looks honey. like we're in a 1940s bar. Um, it's really neat. Now this is one of the the, the refurbished additions to yes. uh, to the yes. park. This yes. uh, I, can, I can't remember what this was before. It, it, it certainly wasn't a restaurant or bar. I, I want to say it was some sort of kid Disney thing or something. No, actually, right where this was was the wave pool, giant sun. Oh, sculpture. that's what that was. Yeah. The big oh, you know, it was a waste of space. It was it was a pool. It was a, it was a water feature. It was a giant. It was a waste of space. Well, now it's a good space. Now it's a good space. Megan had the best answer. She said, yeah, you couldn't drink that. <laughs> no, you couldn't. I guess, like, Carrie's like, uh, I'm glad they moved that stuff for kids is stupid. <laughs> what's, the, what's my first rule of Disneyland, Shannon? No kids. No kids. Get them away from Leave me. your goddamn kids at home. That's the rule. I love the, I love the beautiful atmosphere of this place. I can pretend I'm a washed-up actress in the 40s instead of a desperate actress, actress in the, you know, 2013. <laughs> But well, we did just finish Star Tours, uh, which remind me, I have uh, a little bit of. And since this is Geek Show, we're going to do a couple of, of items here. Oh, uh, I have some uh, uh, Episode Seven information. No. Uh, JJ has offered a one-sentence encapsulation Lens of his flare. approach to the film. Lens flare. No. Saving that for Trek. Uh, let's see. I think the thing is so big and so massive, so many people that the key to moving forward, and I like this line is honoring but not revering what went before. Most likely you're going to be moving to London at the end of the year for a Star Wars movie. He goes on. But I love that line. The key that he's going to approach it to is honor it but not be so slavish to it. He's, he's yeah. not going to revere it. Well, it, it, I'd say that's kind of what he did with, uh, with Trek. You know, that's exactly what he did. You know, you know so. He changed and made his own, but there was definitely you know, honoring in the, what they've done. All I know is I better have a John Williams score. <laughs> it will. No, let's get a bouncy Danny Elfman no, score in there. How about that? I'll say because you know we're kind of joking with the John Williams score. Because I will, I do want John Williams score in the Star Wars films. Oh yeah, it's got to be because it's not a reboot. Right. It's just it's a continuation. Well, I'm sure they'd use the same you know music. It doesn't have to be John Williams conducting the London Symphony Orchestra. You can do something that sounds like it. Get Danny Elfman. <laughs> Daft Punk. <laughs> Or cameo. Oh, there you go. <laughs> well, Trent Reznor. You know, Trent Reznor. Trent Reznor. There we go. All right, and uh, now we're still we're still very high from seeing uh, Superman. 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 
But which was better, Captain EO or Superman? Well, I told you. <laughs> I saw one fantastic film and one really good film since we've been here. <laughs> but you're not going to say which one's which? I'll save it for later. Save it for later. <laughs> I don't know. Captain EO changed my damn life. No, we were, uh... Five minutes in. Is this real life? <laughs> <laughs> My favorite part is when I look over and Shannon is leaning on the seat in front of him with his hands clasped as if Santa is coming down a chimney. <laughs> it's like, essentially what that movie is. Yeah. It's like, please tell me that this is real. Please tell me this isn't a parody. It was just a giant bag of crazy. I yeah, love it so much. Like, 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 I almost want to go watch it again. That dude directed Godfather. Yeah. <laughs> dopey. But uh, Man of Steel, uh, doing very well, of course. And... Um, uh, of course, the uh, the next question is is uh, the DC universe because Marvel did it so well. They bring in all of their heroes, and uh, Christopher Nolan has said, and, and this is a quote from him: "The Dark Knight films do not exist in the same universe as Man of Steel." I'm okay with that. that makes sense. Yeah, they shouldn't. They would. It, it wasn't planned that way. It'd be, it'd be too forced. Exactly. Lola just fed me one of her cherries. Oh, well, well. I didn't, I didn't realize I had one left. <laughs> now, blink and you miss it in Man of Steel, the Wayne Industries satellite. I couldn't see it. I saw a W. That's all That's I saw. saw. I looked hard. I was like, oh, I don't see it. Uh, I was reading about yeah, and it said I didn't notice it either. I did notice the LexCorp uh, thing on the on the trucks. Yeah, yeah. Like LexCorp LexCorp uh, logo on the uh, the gas trucks. Uh, we're definitely there. But that, there was that, lots of stuff in there for Superman fans. Oh yeah, well, you were telling me about all of those characters are yeah. essentially in the comic books. All you know, nearly all of them. Like that lady that was trapped underneath the um, the thing that, for some reason, mm-hmm. that was uh, that was Cat Grant, and uh, she's like a one of the reporters from the Desert News, and Steve from Wildmore the what is one of the. Did I say Desert News? You did. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't know what I'm fucking talking about anymore. <laughs> this, what, what kind of beer is that? What is I don't that? know. There's uh, Brother Thelonious. It's like 9%. It's 9% beer. Good lord. I got spaghetti legs. <laughs> <laughs> That's good for walking in the park. Um, but uh, he says the fact that we have a Wayne Industries on the satellite. Bruce Wayne exists in this universe. Lex Luthor exists in this universe. But it is not going to be Christian Bale. It's not going to be that dark night. Yeah. It will be... It will be Batman. But Robble, Robble. And we said the other day, I do agree. I don't think, uh, I don't think you can jump into Justice League yet. I don't want, and you keep thinking you want a, a matchup on the next one. I think that, th- this was my take on the movie, is that Man of Steel is so big. It's got so much going on. I would, if, if I were, you know, King Warner or whoever it is that's meeting with Zack Snyder and Christopher Nolan, I'd say, <laughs> King, I'm King, King Warner. Warner. I'm King Warner. Get, I'm King Warner. Give me a hot dog. <laughs> All right. I would, I would say to them, you know, you threw so much at us in this Man of Steel. How can you possibly top it? Well, you can't. But we can make it really sexy and cool if you do Batman versus Superman. And that's how you introduce this new Batman. We've, you know, your, the Superman that you have now accepted is opening the door to this new Batman. Here he is. And they fight it first, like all superheroes do, and then they team up against the common evil, which would be Lex Luthor. It should be Lex Luthor, because that's what I was saying to Jimmy. Like, they could introduce Lex Luthor, because now he's rebuilding the city that got destroyed in the new one. And yeah. he's, you know... And there you go. And give that classic take on him. Not that he's like, wants real estate, but he's... <laughs> you know what I mean? That, he, that he, he hates this alien that has come, 
and now not only has destroyed a city, mm-hmm. and it gives a real reason for Lex Luthor to hate to step Superman. Yeah. And boy, what a cause celeb to run for president. Oh. Exactly. Yeah. This, I will protect you from this alien that destroyed this city. Uh-huh. Right. They, they should cast Gene Hackman. No. <laughs> Who should they cast? Just, just honor the old films by casting Gene Hackman. I'll tell, you, right. I'll tell you which alien I want to fight Superman, which happens in a comic. Predator. <laughs> I want him to fight Predator. He did. Well, yeah, he, he, he did. I don't think they're going to do that, though. Please fight a Predator monster. Oh. She's a girl. It's okay. Nah, I don't think it's going to happen. Predator fights Danny Glover. I wonder if they're going to bring in Crypto. I want to see Superdog. <laughs> and Super Monkey. Beppo. You know there was a Super Monkey named Beppo? Give that dog a cape. Super Monkey Beppo? There's a Super Monkey called Beppo. The only superhero monkey I know is Space Ghost Monkey Blip. That's all I know. <laughs> no, there was Beppo. Beppo was a, and he was a super-powered monkey? He was a monkey from Krypton. So, yes, sir. Because they have monkeys on Krypton. I guess so. This is bullshit. And they also had no. They hit no. This is for real. This is bullshit. This no, is bullshit. I'm not kidding. There was a. There's a whole league of super pets. There was a, a monkey named Beppo. There's a horse named Comet. So there's a cat named Streaky. So is there like an origin story out there, like where a monkey god like takes like his baby monkey and he puts it in a pot? Yeah, how'd the damn monkey get like here? How'd that gets, happen? You know, and then it's raised by farmer monkeys some, in Kansas. Some stoner that was writing a comic <laughs> in the sixties and you know it'd be rad. A super monkey. I always wanted a and dog then, that could fly, man. I think there was a turtle, too. They should make the movie. And then, like, that monkey. I think so. The monkey can save everybody on the school bus. And they're like, we saw what Monkey Clark could do. Wait, oh, I the, what does the horse do to save everyone? Does it just gallop really fast around the earth and turn it backwards to save other horses? Well, didn't you ever well, see Mr. Ed? He fl- can do stuff. It, it flies. <laughs> And it has heat vision. It's a super horse. I want that. Duh. Its name, its name was Comet. Man, Comet always wins the Kentucky Derby. I gotta start betting on him. The cat was named Streaky. Streaky. Listen, this is this has I'm been. I'm not kidding. I'm not making this up. No, and that's what's sad. I, <laughs> Google the League of uh, Super Pets. All right, listen. I, I would love to continue this conversation, but the. Uh, the perfectly round ice uh, sphere in my Manhattan is melting. Oh, he's melting! And diluting my precious liquor. So uh, let's that take a break. That is boozy. That is boozy. We're going to take a break, and we'll have more on the drinking tour of Disneyland. Thank you, gentlemen. And thank you, both of you. Thank you! Thank you. For our first round in uh, the Bias a Drink tour. All right, we'll continue. Hey, this is Dan and Laptop Man from PC Laptops. Did you know at PC Laptops we can fix any brand of desktop or laptop computer? If we can't fix it, we'll buy it from you. Have I lost my mind? That's right. If we can't fix it, we'll buy it from you. Is your computer running like a slug because it's been infested with spyware, viruses, and a bunch of garbage software? Are you getting strange pop-ups or phone calls from people in Chumbawamba telling them you need to give them your credit card number to make your computer run correctly? Hmm, we can help. Bring in your PC into any any PC laptops location for a free scan. The scan is 100% free, free, free. No need to fear because PC laptops is here. Whether you need a bigger hard drive, more RAM, or just a speed boost, we can fix it for you and make it run just like new. So get into any one of our PC laptops locations right now or call us at 1-877-596-SAVE or check us out at PCLaptops.com. That's PCLaptops.com. At PC Laptops, we love you. Broken news, welcome to it. Uh, we'll continue with the uh, drinking tour of Disneyland show, or the uh, the show I like to call Liquor. 
Disney Pones Utah. <laughs> I'm still recovering from that goddamn tour. I'll, I'll be honest <laughs> I'm not right. We're recording this a week later. Yeah. And I, I had to dry out. Yeah. I yeah. haven't I haven't drank all week. I've had one. Yeah. I haven't. <laughs> and, and you're and you're gonna hear the rest of it as it uh, continues here. We're only just a short <laughs> moment in. And you were uh, you, you couldn't work a fucking ice cream cone when we got to Oh uh, let's tell that story at the, uh, toward the end, all right? Because okay. I, I want people to realize what happened. Because uh, coming up, we got a couple more adventures in Disneyland, Disney uh, California Adventure, and then uh, we're going to bring you. Um, well, we'll just just stay tuned, all right? Just stay tuned. It'll be a wrap up of the drinking tour and an explanation and Captain EO. Okay, it's coming. Uh, right now, broken news. Uh, uh, let's uh, let's begin here uh, just quickly. Few things that we have learned today, and and this is really if you if you listen to this show, you know it, it's no surprise that our DJ is going to be Iron Man in Avengers two and three. Yeah, so you gotta hear, shocker, you got to hear that sound of beep beep, and that's the money truck just backing up to his house. Damn right, <laughs> damn right, it is. That's what he said they had to do. And God damn it, he deserves it. I'm not made of stone, yeah. he said. <laughs> I'm Iron Man. Well, I just Man. saw that uh, Iron Man just uh, passed the one billion. Yeah, Iron Man 3. Yeah, the one billion dollar mark yeah. uh, worldwide. Yeah. So, fuck. So give him a couple extra million. What does it really fucking <laughs> yeah. matter? It's like, that's like, well, well I guess, uh, RDJ, I guess, I guess we can spare a few Disney dollars. <laughs> Like a, that's like couch cushion money exactly. to Disney, right? Let me look in my magic couch. And just to be sure, I don't even want those fucking Lucas bucks. I don't want any Disney dollars. Yeah. I want cash. <laughs> so there's that. That says really no surprise. Do you think he gets a break on the um, on the like stuff in the uh, in the park, like like ten percent off T-shirts and shit like that? Maybe that's how they paid him. <laughs> Coupons. No, you you like this. It's yours, Space Mountain. Yeah. Space Mountain is yours, sir. It's all you know. Just, just take you. Well, you, we'll take care of it for you. Just leave it here. You like that Finding Nemo ride? <laughs> it smells like farts. <laughs> all right. And uh, let's see. We've also got uh, uh, John C. Riley. This was sort of uh, bubbling while we were uh, in Disneyland, and and it's uh, it's come down. He has uh, been confirmed as. Maybe you can help me, uh, Shannon, since uh, <laughs> since Rain Man isn't here. Roman Day. Huh? He, will, he will play Roman Day, the leader of Nova Corps. Okay. In, uh, so he's not running the accuser. No, he's not running the accuser. <laughs> oh, good, because that would have been fucking Yeah. Stupid. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we were talking about that. And I was like, I don't know. Well, and, and I remember when we heard it, we were like, that doesn't seem right. Yeah. No. That just didn't sit right with us. Running and, the accuser is like this big badass yeah even drunk and wandering through disneyland that didn't make any yeah, sense right. which is why i'm glad we waited to talk about it but uh, so that's what's going on um so there you go that's uh that's what we know about that okay um some stuff with amazing spider-man 2 is happening i saw that too Did weird you see that? now they cast shailene woodley mm-hmm. as mary jane watson yeah from the descendants from the descendants she's the girl who can cry underwater yes and she was very good but apparently she wasn't pretty enough. Oh. Yeah. I think she's I, cute. Uh, I think she's kind of a butterface. <laughs> <laughs> she will not appear as Mary Jane Watson. 
Now, the original story earlier in the week was is that they're just pushing back Mary Jane's appearance to make it for Spider-Man 3, mm-hmm. which, they again, they announced dates for. Um, uh, 3 and 4, yeah. actually. Um, much to the chagrin of our own Jeff Weiss. But... Uh, they, the story was, we're just going to push her back. Just going to push it back so that she appears in three. Well, now the story is is that she's out altogether. Yeah, I heard that, I heard that they cut out the scenes or something. And, yeah. it, and I, can't get, I can't find the correct answer, whether it was a scheduling problem or whether... She's a butterface. <laughs> she's a butterface. I, you know. it, it can't be a scheduling problem because she's been on that set for a while. So, Well, and that's the thing is that she uh, – it said here – let's see what it says here. The actress only worked three days, shot around three scenes. Oh. Um, and then uh, Mark Webb, the director, says, I made a creative decision to streamline the story and focus on Peter and Gwen and their relationship for two. Shailene, incredibly talented. And while we only shot a few scenes with Mary Jane, we all love working with her. But now I'm hearing that she's out. Get that butterface off my <laughs> Get set. Get that off my set. <laughs> and I'll bet by the time you hear this podcast, we'll we'll probably have an actress signed. I'll bet. <laughs> For someone, if they start doing reshoots with another actress, then it's butterface. It's so butterface. <laughs> it, it is. I'm t- I predict. I, I think predict. she's cute. She's cute, but Mary Jane Watson's supposed to be like. Well, is she supposed to be a mo- well? Unless it's the uh, ultimate take on it, then Mary Jane's not a supermodel, is she? Yeah, but she's still super hot. But yeah. if he... Oh, wait, hold on. Kir- Kirsten Dunst played her, for fuck's sake. <laughs> Never mind. My argument is uh, moot. Invalid. I want to see your web. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, they've already announced Amazing 3 and 4, and uh, so Amazing 3 is June 10th, 2016. Amazing 4 is 2018. So, yes, Mr. B, we have to stay alive a little ah, bit. shit. A little bit longer. I can't wait to see his version of a Spider-Man musical. Isn't that what every Spider-Man 3 has to be? <laughs> it's going to be into the dark. <laughs> um, let's see. Uh, Man of Steel 2. Yeah! Who wants that? No. Me, motherfucker. I've seen that movie twice now. Have you? Yeah. So have I. And you haters are sad, oh, beautiful I'm, human beings. I'm taking them on on my radio show now. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm sick of it. I'm I, sick of this shit. And I stand by my argument that I got yelled at earlier for DC fanboys are just whiny little bitches when hey, it comes I'm a, to their movies. Whoa, whoa, whoa. I'm a no, DC fanboy, counting, man. I'm not counting you in there. I'm, yeah, I'm yeah. Mean, I don't put you in. I don't put that title That's on you. That's true. Yeah. I don't put that title on you. I, I think I guarantee you, you bitched about the Dark Knight trilogy, even though it was incredible. Yeah. You bitched about it. You're bitching about this, and I guarantee you when they make that Flash movie, and he doesn't have handlebars on the side of his head, you're going to bitch about that, and it's going right. to ruin the movie for you. Yeah. And, and I'm telling you, you just, you got to lighten the fuck up. Yeah, you know? I, I read the best article today. Uh, yeah. It was uh, the, four argu- uh, the four complaints about Man of Steel and why they're complete bullshit. Exactly. <laughs> right? Complete bullshit. Is John Williams score one of them? No, that's just one person we know. <laughs> I All love right. that fucking movie. I swear to God, I yeah. saw it again. How, how can you say the movie, the movie score ruined the movie for me? Yeah. How can you... I mean, I can well, only think of one movie that that happened to me for, and it's an old movie, and y'all won't know what it is, and that was Neighbors with John Belushi and Dan Aykroyd. The music ruined that movie for me. <laughs> it's the only instance that I can think of. I will... That, that movie's just so good. and I, I loved I it this, more the second time I saw it. I did, too, because I could pay attention more right. what the fuck was going on. Yeah, I need to do that. Yeah. Right. But uh, Man of Steel 2. Yeah. yeah. This is kind of a spoiler. A little bit of a spoiler. What? It'll just get you excited, Shannon. Yeah. Uh, David S. Goyer discussed his approach about 2. Richard Pryor. Richard Pryor. Oh, we know he's dead. 
<laughs> Eddie, he Murphy, says, Eddie Murphy. He says, I will say that I did intentionally leave some loose ends, not as sequel bait, but just because I thought they were interesting. I don't know if anyone that's viewed the film has picked up on this yet, but when Clark goes to the scout ship, which sort yes. of becomes the Fortress of yeah. Solitude, uh-huh. I saw it. you see four cryogenic sarcophagi for the crew that piloted the ship 18,000 to 20,000 years ago. There's a shot there, and it's funny, at one point, Zach took it out, but I cried uncle, and he put it back in. But you see there are four pods. Three of them have skeletons in them. But one is open, and there is no skeleton. Motherfucker's gone! Zach had missed it the first time he read the script. I painted, I pointed it out to him, and he was like, okay, that's interesting. That's an interesting loose end. I've heard rumors. What? There's a couple of rumors. What? 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 Well, one is, I hope, doesn't happen. Which is Supergirl. Supergirl. I think it's just a terrible idea. That's what I heard. But then the other one that I heard was Miam Bizarro. What was the one you heard? Supergirl. Supergirl? I hope it's crypto. (laughs) The fact that there's another Kryptonian on the planet is awesome. Yeah. And where is he? Somewhere. Working at at the IHOP. Yeah. (laughs) It's Pete. I will say this. Like I said, I love the movie. Some of those shots. Those product placements. Product placements are awesome. Awful. You know what I noticed is that Ma Kent worked at Sears. Did you notice that? <laughs> no. I didn't. I didn't. Was they, she wearing a Sears apron? I know she, they, no, no, she was wearing a Sears lanyard. Oh, I didn't <laughs> notice they, that. I didn't that, notice. When, I know when, he crashes through the Sears. Yeah, no, yeah when, I noticed that. When, uh, when uh, Zod and his posse shows up, she's totally wearing a Sears <laughs> well, lanyard. Now i got to pay attention. But like, there's at least three or oh, four solid why, shots of IHOP. Why and she work at LexCorp? And there was the Wayne uh, Enterprise logo on the... Yeah. Ice Squinted and couldn't really, really see really it. Fast. It's yeah. really super fast, but I was like totally. Now, what's the other one? The Blaze Comics. There's that one. That's so. That's, you you got to freeze frame that fucker to see what? that. Blaze Comics is in uh, is in a building shot. There's a sign. It's when they're coming down what's at each Blaze other. What's Blaze Comics? Oh, don't let us explain to you. Yeah. Booster Gold. Yep. Uh-huh. Didn't it, it, he's right. the time traveler? Look I know who Booster Gold is. Yeah. Yeah, look it up. Didn't, anyway. didn't he have a connection with Blaze Comics? I don't know. Look it up. And then there's the uh, the guy with the glasses, the scientist, Emil. Um, I can't think what's. Uh, it's the company. Didn't... It's the company uh, Star Labs. Star Labs. Yeah. Star Labs. He's yeah. Star Labs. So that hints at Cyborg. Yeah. Oh, okay. There's a lot of shit in there. A lot of shit. So uh, enjoy Hamilton. Um, Emil Hamilton. And there's you. a really good score in there too. Yeah. Who hated the score? Come on. You know, can I just... Everybody. Can I take Star Wars, on Brian. This? Star Wars. One more, one more time. I love you, Brian. Okay. I still love the new Shut score. Up. Shut up. People complaining <laughs> about the amount of destruction. And I'm like... <laughs> which, yes. But here's the thing. But here's the fucking thing. A couple of basic, basically almost gods throw down, shit's going to get broken. Exactly. You know what I mean? And, well, well, and, this, and, and the thing is, like, yeah, okay, it looked pretty crazy on film. Mm-hmm. But if you, every single comic book you read, mm-hmm. where like if Superman's throwing down with like Doomsday or like, well, you know, another Kryptonian or something mm-hmm. like that, something mm-hmm. that that alpha level superhero. It happened. Shit gets trashed. You know what I mean? I wonder if and it's like, come on, what well, the fuck else was going to happen? They're well, throwing each other through buildings and shit. For the sequel, though, I, I'm curious what's going to be the, the time period. You know, is Metropolis going to be re- rebuilding? Will it be rebuilt? Is it still I ruins? Oh, I, my hope is that it's in the midst of being rebuilt, yeah. being re- rebuilt by Lex Luthor. Maybe, maybe, yeah, cool. well, maybe Superman helps with the rebuild. And let me just say this, as far as the, the oh, they destroyed the city at the end. 
Did you forget they destroyed a fucking planet at the beginning? Yeah. Exactly. So I think they kind of started with some heavy shit going yeah. down, all right? So Small, shut the fuck Smallville up. Smallville gets kind of fucked up, too. <laughs> shut now the it's, fuck up. It's Smallerville. All right. <laughs> I like that. I like that. Uh, let's see. Hemlock Grove is getting a second season on Netflix. So Lee will be happy. Lee will be happy. What is that? It's oh, that, is that that werewolf? Yeah. Werewolves. Uh, you enjoyed Lock and Key, right? Yeah. Now they I tried, kind of lost track of it. Well, they tried to make it into a TV series, and it didn't work. But uh, uh, it looks like, let me see, Universal has picked it I up. I think it's Universal, yeah. As a movie. Uh, and, uh, of course, the guys who write everything in Hollywood, Kurtzman and Orchie, are uh, writing. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so uh, there you go. There's that. Um, that is on the way. And uh, we got the casting call for uh, Episode 7, Star Wars. That's awesome. Uh, this is the official casting call. They're looking for uh, actors and actresses. Uh, maybe you fit the bill. I don't fit the bill for any of these. Well, let's see. Late teen, female. Nope. Independent, good sense of humor, and fit. Oh. No. Oh, sorry. Uh, young 20-something male. Oh, no. Witty and smart. <gasps> fit. Mm. But not traditionally good looking. <laughs> Late 20-something male. No. Fit. Huh? Handsome and confident. Got it. Ah, Jimmy Martin. There you go, Jimmy. Go. That's right. <laughs> oh, wait. 70-something male. Oh, wait. Scott, Scott Pierce. Pierce. <laughs> With strong opinions. Oh, yeah, oh Scott boy. Pierce. Oh, boy. And tough demeanor. Uh, Doesn't need to be particularly fit. Uh, <laughs> Scott Pierce. Scott Pierce. <laughs> uh, second young female, also late teens, tough, smart, and fit. Uh, Too tall Tony. 40-something... <laughs> Forty oh. uh, something male. Okay. Yeah. Military type. Uh, fit. No. Uh. Sorry. Thirty <laughs> something male. Intellectual. Oh. Doesn't need to be fit. Oh. Uh. Uh. All right. Why does everybody gotta be fit in space? Uh, also, uh, good news is that uh, uh, the story is is that the uh, that the Yoda side movie standalone movie has been dropped. Thank, oh, God. thank God! I'm convinced Hollywood listens to this show. <laughs> I'm convinced of it. And Who wants to listen to that shit? Because we, we we landed on that fucker. Yeah. yeah. Uh, let's see. And uh, the Han Solo standalone uh, is going to feature the budding relationship of Chewie and Han, oh, and yeah. how they and how they acquired the Millennium Falcon, which means. Young Lando. Young Lando. That's right. right. Chewie and Han met at the Blue Oyster. We all know that. <laughs> nice collar. <laughs> okay. And, like three uh, people are going to get that reference. <laughs> now, before we uh, continue to the uh, drinking tour of Disneyland show and uh, the uh, the conclusion, the sad, sad conclusion. Oh, it wasn't sad. It was awesome. I uh, won. I stayed awake. Coming up where, where I can't operate a... Soft serve ice cream cone. <laughs> um, let me just say this. Our uh, E3 show made me not want to do video game shows ever again. Yeah. Right? I mean, for God's sake. I bitch about the DC fanboys. Yeah. Oh, man, you gamers are almost worse. Yeah. I agree. Um, and I've got a whole article here because we were talking about how the Xbox One is the future. Yeah. Well, the, the gamers kind of proclaimed victory this week because Xbox One pulled back on some of the things that they wanted to do, and they're proclaiming victory. But in an upcoming episode, you didn't win. Who didn't you win? You didn't win. PS4 didn't win? Yeah. 
the Xbox One critics may have won the battle, but not the war. Mm. And I'll have that for you Ooh. in an upcoming episode. Many articles are being written about this. Nice. You've just delayed the inevitable. That's all. <laughs> all right. Anyway, so there's uh, all that and more coming up. Okay. Uh, we got we got a couple more adventures in uh, Disneyland, uh, drinking through Disneyland here. And then uh, stay till the end because we got our Captain EO wrap-up. <laughs> Captain EO. And sad conclusions. And at the very, very end of this podcast, stay till the very, very end. An interview with Brian Posehn. What? Why? How'd that happen? He's got a little project out that he wants you to download. Okay. Ah. Yeah. All right. So, All right, you big goofy son of a bitch. So uh, stay tuned. Pleased to enjoy. Hey there, digital comics fans. You say you just can't make it to the store every Wednesday. You prefer buying digital instead of hard copies. You wish you could help out our brick-and-mortar friends at Dr. Bolt's Comic Connection. Well, a harmonic convergence is happening now. You can buy your digital comics through the Dr. Bolt's website, and everybody wins. You get your comics on your magic device, and Dave and the boys at Dr. Bolt's get to wet their beak. Have a taste. Get some love. You know we here at Geek Show Podcast love them. They are the friendly comic book store in town, after all. Hey, I'll miss seeing you there every Wednesday at 2043 East, 3300 South. But this way, they get the love. Between the DC New 52 and the Avengers vs. X-Men, it's never been a better time to be a comic book fan. Walking Dead Comics, all your indie stuff, they're all at drvolts.com. That's drvolts.com. Or if you forget, there's a link on geekshowpodcast.com. Just be sure to tell them Geek Show says Excelsior. The Atomic Arcade at 3939 Highland Drive in Holiday. You've probably seen my high score there on the Star Trek Strategic Operations Simulator. That's KJJ are my initials. And you can play that game for free because you're a friend of the Geek Show on Sunday. The Star Trek Strategic Operations Simulator is free to play on Sunday. Thank you, Atomic Arcade. If you haven't been in... I, I pity you. You really need to go and check this place out. Classic arcade games, a lot of great memories in there. Pac-Man, Donkey Kong, Asteroids, Centipede, Defender, Berserk, Star Castle. they got classic pinball in there as well. You don't have to hassle with those tickets. It's free admission. You just walk right in and start plunking your quarters in. And uh, the Atomic Arcade right across the street from a bar named Sue and downstairs from Cruiser's Bar. So, you know, get a few games in, blow off some steam on your lunch or work break, or, uh, you know, sort of nimble up your reflexes before you go home. Free admission, no hassle with tickets, classic games at classic prices. It's the Atomic Arcade, 3939 Highland Drive. All right, the uh, drinking tour of Disneyland continues. I mean, yeah, okay, this is on. All right. (laughs) There you go. We are now in the, we, we have left Disneyland proper. And uh, we're now in the California Adventure uh, part of the park, where there's a place to drink about every... Ten steps. Every, about every 50 yards, you think, right? I'd say 75 yards. Yeah, about every 75 yards, there's a place to sit down and have a drink. And we're talking a, a drink, yeah. drink. Tell me about that shot, Mr. Martin. Yeah, California knows how to pour a <laughs> shot. And when I say California, I'm a California Adventure. Because <laughs> uh, $9 will get you... A cup of Jameson. That was like a bucket. It was like a bucket of Jameson. <laughs> just had. That was a serious shot. That oh, was... She just kept talking and pouring. I just kept smiling. <laughs> flashing yeah. flashing the, the nice big award-winning grin of Jimmy Martin. Aww. Oh, look at that go. Are you Spock? No, keep pouring. Keep pouring. <laughs> Mr. Quinto needs his Jamesons. <laughs> Good Lord. 
I like this place. I do too. Yeah, I, I like this place too. I'm I'm getting a little drunk too. <laughs> Just a little bit. Good. We rode a roller coaster. And then this, yeah. Now 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 here's here's the thing, because uh, because y'all have been here before and Lola's been here many many times. Naturally. Because she's she's a pass holder. She's a local. I'm a I'm a pro. Don't hassle her. She's local. Uh, and I was able to take these guys to a place that they had not been in this park. The It's Tough to Be a Bug, Bug's Life show. <laughs> it was amazing. I think it was pretty cool. Oh, it was fantastic. I, we got acid poured on us. Yeah. And a, big, a big fat bug farted in my face. Yeah. <laughs> and, kid, watching, and watching Shannon watch... It sounds weird. Watching Shannon watch kids lose their minds was hilarious. These kids... We're laughing hysterically. <laughs> so funny. And then I started laughing. And, uh, and I, I got lo- ding dong. <laughs> I lost, lost my shit at Giant Spider. Well, here's the me. thing. It, it, it harkens back to the old days. And I can't remember the name of the uh, the theater owner who, who specialized in this. But they made a movie about it. Matinee. Matinee. And it was... Uh, do you remember the guy's name? I don't. It was John Goodman in it, though. John Goodman played the character. And, and it harkens back to that time when you would use actual physical effects... To freak your audience out, and that's that's what that's why the Bugs Life thing is so cool. Is because it uses actual physical effects. Giant physical spiders drop from the ceiling. Yeah. The smell of the stink bug is is floated at you. The uh, the the bugs that crawl underneath you are just little. They're little wheels in the seat that just rub against your ass. But it feels when when someone suggests it might be a bug crawling yeah. under you, that's your first thought. I just have to pay for that kind of service, but you know. <laughs> It makes a seven-year-old girls go, ah! <laughs> and drunk 30-year-olds, 30-year-old men. <laughs> with, a, with a broken tailbone. Yeah. Ow, ow, ow. How is, how is your ass, uh, Jimmy? It hurts. It hurts. It hurts since Sunday. Jimmy fell down some stairs on Sunday. The first and, uh, night we went out, when we got here, he fell down and I maybe cracked his tailbone. I had something hurt. stairs. Watching uh, watch Superman last night for three hours was excruciating. Ugh, I felt so bad. I, I moved. I moved probably every three minutes, and I swear the person next to me thought I was on meth. <laughs> <laughs> All right, continuing with the drunk tour of Disneyland. This is the Cove Bar. This is in Disney's California Adventure. Lawrence Woolsey. Pardon me. That's who John Goodman played. Lawrence. That's the name of the guy who was in the theater. Lawrence yeah. Woolsey. Okay. Google him someday, kids. You'll learn a lot about him. You'll learn about cheap effects. Uh, this is the Cove Bar on uh, Paradise Pier at uh, Disney's California Adventure. It's an open-air bar, and the liquor bottles are in full exposure to the children. Uh, Representative John Valentine of have Utah, they, they head would explode. Have they restaurant? Have they confused it with a restaurant? I don't know the difference between a bar and a restaurant. I'm so confused. We got lobster nachos. Walt Disney is spinning in his frozen chamber underneath Magic Kingdom right now. <laughs> <laughs> Did they have to walk to goddamn Miller Light Town to go get that drink though? That's what I want to know. No, we got here. We got here, and it wasn't very busy, so we got service right away. But now we've, we have noticed people have been lining up to uh, to get in here. Oh, here comes. We're right oh. about di- at dinner time. So, oh, there's my Jack and Dime. Thank you. Oh, now. Um, as we continue our drunken uh, our drinking tour, thank you, Jack and Diet. Appreciate sir. that. A little bit of caffeine to keep me going. Um, I have a news story. What? This is very exciting. This uh, Mr. B is especially going to, I think, be very happy about it. I'll be the judge of that. <laughs> All right. Uh, this is the uh, the company that that makes uh, uh, cologne. Yeah. Oh, good. 
And you know they did uh, the Star Trek colognes, and yeah. they did the the Avengers colognes. Uh-huh. You know. Yeah, Hulk's ass. Is there, is there <laughs> any is there any uh, um, geek god left that 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 needs their own cologne? Well, I don't. I don't want a George Lewis cologne. That sounds gross. Job of the hut. No. I bet he stinks. <laughs> Akbar smells like fish. <laughs> What about Greedo? Is there a Greedo cologne? There should be a Greedo cologne. He shot first. (laughs) All right. Nope. This is, um, after decades of waiting. I I have been waiting three decades for this. Stan Lee. Oh, God. No. It's like diaper and drool. Yeah. A cologne. (laughs) Not only do I want fans to look sharp like their favorite superhero... And their generalissimo here. Oh, God. But I thought it would be fun to offer them the chance to smell like one, too. Oh, like a man? <laughs> Whether they have a date or a rendezvous with an ally. Oh, my God. I know, I know as a woman, I have dumped men because, you know, you're cute and you're rich, but you don't smell enough like Stan Lee. My, I bet it smells like Preparation H and Ben Gay. <laughs> Actually, Stan Lee smells like bergamot ginger, nope. white pepper, white. basil, and violet, and features layers of cedar and musk accords. That's a fancy way of saying preparation age. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Sorry, sounds like a goddamn salad dressing. <laughs> Can I eat it? It's, it sounds like the herbal tea that his nurse makes for him when he goes home at night. I mean, really, it should smell like long boxes full of Silver Age comics, but... Uh, oh, that would be delicious. $24.99. Let me just say, Excelsior! Oh. I'm terribly sorry. Let me have a drink and we'll shut this thing down. All right, it's baby food that he eats when he takes his teeth out at night. <laughs> Gross. All right. The drinking uh, tour of Disneyland continues. I, I would like to add that I just stole the light cube that, like, what is ice cube with the light in it? What are we calling it? A light cube? Is there a name for it? I don't know. I put it's it in my pocket. Your light you know, cube. I'm saving it for later. I want to put it in all my drinks you're just a, to feel special. You're adorable in thinking that you stole that. I <laughs> know. You paid for it. <laughs> How much was that cocktail? I don't we even don't want know it. Yet. <laughs> you paid for it. <laughs> It's yours. I, I just want to be a half-assed rebel. Just think that you are. Be, we all know who the rebel tell- is, though. I'm a rebel. Oh, there you go. Jimmy was the rebel spy in Star Trek. All right, so we're going to continue our drinking tour of uh, the Disney... I can't say Disneyland anymore because we've left the park. The Disney area continues after this. Oh, we got more? I don't know. I'm having some water. We've got to hydrate. Hydrate. It's important to keep hydrated. <laughs> All right, so the drinking tour of Disneyland continues. Ooh. It is now uh, dark here at uh, Disney's California Adventure. We are at the, what's the name of the place, Lola? It is the Golden Vine Winery. Golden Vine Winery, this is the open-air lounge. I'm having my favorite wine, Jimmy and I. Uh, Jameson. Jameson Wine. <laughs> Established in 1972. <laughs> my, my liver is sleepy. Really? Yeah, it'll perk back up. It just needs something in it. You do need something. Not a professional. I'll it say this. You need something in it. Tip you. to listeners. If you're going <laughs> to the Golden Vine Winery and uh, get a table upstairs, because downstairs is it's just, just beer and it's wine. It's just beer and wine. But upstairs, anything's game. Yeah, we're going to trash this joint. <laughs> yeah, no. and, uh, 
I'm actually naked right now. It's really weird. It's really, really cute. it's amazing how uh, lax the uh, California right? adventure really is. I'm yeah. completely naked. No one said anything. I'm sitting in the winery and I'm staring at Cars Land. That's <laughs> weird. I'm just going to say, I understand. Um, there are children all over the place in these bars. Don't oh. they know it's going to turn them into insane alcoholics? Well, that's what uh, that's what Representative uh, Valentine of uh, Utah wait, would, wait, would wait. lead you to believe. Is this a bar or a restaurant? I'm still confused. I don't know. I'm confused because I've got food coming. Tomato. Yeah, right? Tomato. Yeah. Uh, so uh, we're, what we're going to do is we're going to have, uh, because we're approaching Disney time last call. Blah, blah. Which I don't just, I don't understand. I don't know what that means. Because, because you can continue to drink out there in a California, or downtown Disney. You yeah. can yeah, continue yeah. to get beverages. Uh, out there, but uh, we're going to uh, finish up our drinks here. Uh, we're each having two, Whee! and then we're going in the Cars Land yeah. road race. So that's we're 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 drinking and driving. Yeah, so well that's fine, and is I'm going to win a race. Is it on a track or? <laughs> no, it's not on a track at all, Mister B. Well, this sounds like a terrible idea. You think? Yeah, I think so. I'm scared. All right. I'm, I'm excited. I'm really excited. I, I haven't set, set one foot into that Cars Land yet, and it looks, from here, fantastic. Here's the thing. I've, I have been to uh, Cars Land, and uh, the work that they have done to make it look like the town of Radiator Springs, it's just astounding, the detail. which And it harkens back to classic Disneyland. I mean, it, because a lot of times, when this park was built, they kind of rushed it, and the what was called the Disney attention to detail was it, it kind of fell by the wayside. It looked like a county fair. Yeah. And then the guys from Pixar came in and said, no, you forgot this very important thing. Walt would have wanted the detail. He wanted to yeah. do it right. And that's what they did with this uh, Radiator Springs thing. It looks like the town I mean, in the movie. I'm just looking at the mountains and I'm excited to walk over there. Yeah. I just, it's... The best thing about Disney is that when they put that attention to detail, mm-hmm. it's fantastic. It is. It is. Mm-hmm. And they've been trying to bring that back ever since the people from Pixar got here. Yes? Would you like on the rocks with ice? Oh, no. No, I just want mine straight from the bottle. Yeah. With a straw. Could you actually just pour them right in our mouth? <laughs> I don't know. It's Disneyland, but... Uh, that no. means my imagination can do whatever I want. I think body shots here at Disneyland. No body shots at Disneyland, Janelle. I'm sorry. Hop on up, Janelle. Let's do this. I don't know much about your rules here, but I think that's one of them. No body shots. I'm not sure if I can do the manager's right there. Oh, okay. So oh, okay. Well, all right. We'll be cool. You know, you'll, you'll get your job. I like it that she's basically saying she'd do it if the boss wasn't here. That's <laughs> no, okay. that what you're saying? You That's because Janelle's cool. I don't know. If there weren't so many people, maybe. Uh, maybe. Yeah. I like the way she's saying witnesses. Yeah, right? No ice is what we're saying. <laughs> do, do not water down that lovely... Uh, Everybody here is so nice. That water, that, that blood of Jesus, do not water it down. Ugh. All right, uh, just a real quick here before, uh, in our next segment, our next and final segment, uh-huh. oh, yeah. it's oh, going to be the, the Captain EO break. All right, yeah. because uh, we've got to explain, <laughs> we got to explain Captain EO to, to you folks. Well, we're certainly going to try. We're going to try. I, it's, it's really tough. I mean, I have my own thoughts. I think there's a lot of... Uh, politics and racism in the whole thing. But there's a bigger story, is what I'm saying. It's not just about a flying... Cat monkey butterfly. It's it's more than that. I think it's got a lot to say. Butterfly. The cat monkey butterfly. <laughs> it's way more than that. There's so much. There's so many levels of that. There are layers. Yeah. Many we'll talk about. It. We'll save it. We'll save, we'll it. save like, it. So the next break, we'll do our uh, our captain. Our next and final break, uh, Captain Neo. Uh, explanation. But uh, right now, I have a, a list here that I found uh, on the internet. 
That's what I'm crediting it to. The internet provided this. Oh, oh, no, wait, it's the Writers Guild of America. Oh, the internet's here? Gross. Writers Guild of America made a list of the 101 best TV series ever, but I I, uh, gleaned the uh, sci-fi series. It's just sci-fi. Just sci-fi. Okay, because I I can tell you the number one right now. And Writers Guild. Remember, this is the writers. I did. Well, you're right. It's Seinfeld. Seinfeld's the greatest TV show of all time. But Sci- sci-fi. 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 Do we start guessing? Is it what you want? If you'd like, yeah. yeah. Oh, God. Um, sci-fi. Uh, well, X-Files is probably on there somewhere. X-Files is number 26 on the list. Really? What the hell? Where's, okay. Where's um, Buffy the Vampire Slayer on that list? Uh... Is Star Trek on there? <laughs> Star Trek. Number 33 what on the, the list. What? Okay. Uh, um, Battlestar Galactica? Uh, uh, classic or new? New. new. Uh, cla- uh, the uh, classic does not appear new. Number 38 on the list of... How can you think of 38 more than... Of the 101 best written TV shows. Wait, where's Buffy? I don't Number 49 know. on yes. the list. 40? Are you serious? For Buffy, yeah. It should be higher. That's a good show. I'm okay. thinking, I'm, I'm thinking, man. What about Firefly? Okay, Firefly. Firefly is not on the list. <gasps> what? Bullshit. What? Okay. Um, um, uh, um, uh, 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 Twin Peaks. You are correct, Mr. B. 35. 35. We're not in the top uh, ten. Quantum Leap. Quantum Leap. <laughs> yeah, Knight Rider. I'm sorry to say, Quantum Leap does not appear. Space 1999. What about, uh, I guess, if I Lost? Would that be on the... Lost is number 27 oh. on the list. I think it's maybe the highest we've gotten. Yeah. Lost beat Quantum Leap? No, the highest you guessed was X-Files, 26. 26. <laughs> Uh, oh, God. Um, Captain Power. Captain Power. <laughs> Let me just give you the list. Okay. okay. Uh, well, now, now, remember, these are just sci-fi shows on the list yeah. because uh, there was a whole bunch of them. Number 90, The Prisoner. Uh, was it that remake one or the, the old, old one? The old one. Probably the classic. Yeah. Not, with James, not with Jesus in it? Number 79, Star Trek Next Gen. Next gen. Okay. Okay. Right. Okay. Right. okay. Guys, our alcohol's here. Oh, our booze is here. Thank oh, you so God, much, Janelle. Thank you. Wow. All right. It's because it's last call. Yeah, we had to do it fast. Again, we're not alcoholics. It's last call. Yes, we are. Yeah, I don't. I don't know about yes, that we are. statement. Yes, we are, and it's last call. <laughs> All right. All right. More of the TV shows. More of the TV shows. Um, Buffy of forty nine. Number forty. Yay. Game of Thrones. Yes, it is. See, I wouldn't Thank you is that so sci-fi? I mean, like, I, I think fantasy in, in, in the same genre. Well, I think they're putting sci-fi and fantasy in the okay. same genre on this list. Okay. Uh, 38 uh, BSG 2005. Uh, Twin Peaks at 35, Mr. B. Uh, Star Trek at 33, Lost. Then uh, 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 27. X-Files 26, number three on the list. Number three? I don't know. Has a connection to this park. The Haunted Mansion. no. Oh, I know what with, it is. With it's, Eddie it's Twilight Murphy. Zone. It's Twilight Zone. Twilight Zone. Twilight. Oh, yeah. It was right over there. I was, was going right to get... that big, that big fucking hotel. I, I was going to guess cars. I was way off. <laughs> so there you go. That is... Twilight Zone's so good. Like, really? so... Well, I'm serious. I, I, and I've said it before. If you, uh, if you go and rent classic Planet of the Apes... Remember, Rod Serling wrote the screenplay. I always forget yeah. that, too. But, yeah. And uh, and you'll show it to uh, people of a certain age, and they'll go, "Well, the makeup's really lame," <laughs> but they're not paying attention to the story. Yeah, it is a it. great fucking story. It I'll really tell you, is. My uh, my favorite episode of the Twilight Zone is the one with the twist ending. 
<laughs> but no, for real, like when I was in high school and do this because they put them out on DVD, find these DVD collections of Twilight Zone. I watched for weeks, just episode after episode after episode. There's so many good episodes of Twilight Zone. It's funny because whenever, it, I think it's New Year's Eve, they do on Sci-Fi Channel. The, the oh, yeah, marathon. they do. They do. Oh, they play them all or something? I always watch those. They're I, so good. I discovered them late in life. Um, I was just within the last few years, um, when I had a DVR, I started just setting it to catch them all. Yeah. And there were episodes, I would sit down and I would watch four episodes and I would I would cry, I would laugh, I would it would blow my mind. Um, the episode with Dennis Hopper as a neo-Nazi was the most intense thing I've ever seen. It was brilliant. That show blows my mind. Well, there's there's some amazing actors and uh, performances oh in God. episodes of The Twilight Zone and some brilliant writing. Just we, brilliant. we talked about the when we did the Shatner show. I mean, the ones with Shatner. There's two with Shatner. Oh, the, one with the, the one, one with the, the one, fortune teller. One with the fortune teller in the cafe. Well, everybody talks about the uh, the man on the wing of the plane. Yeah. But the fortune teller in the cafe. So good. I'm telling you, watch that again. It, 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 even even though Shatner is in it, it's some of the most brilliant television. It's it's like Hitchcock. <laughs> one of my favorites, and, and it's one of the I think probably I'd say top five or ten episodes of Twilight Zone. The guy who uh, he's like the last guy on Earth, and he <gasps> breaks his goddamn glasses oh. so he can't read any any books. Ah, uh, he's like, oh. like oh, I feel so bad for you. Uh, I forgot the actor's name. Played the penguin. Virgil Virgil Marini. Virgil Marini. God, what about... Yes, Virgil Meridine. Yes. That's what my friend called him all drunk one night, and that's what I call him now. He's Virgil Meridine. No, no, no. That's the plural of Burgess Meredith. That's right. If you have more than than one, it's it's Burgess Meredith. But if it's just one... The guy gets all strong, and then he picks things up. Are you thinking of an episode of Gilligan's Island, sir? (laughs) (laughs) The one where they got the radioactive seeds, are you sure? Oh, the guy gets strong and gets famous. I even even like the the movie. You know, the movie that a lot of people haven't seen. I mean, they kind of redid the, the, you know, guy on the plane. I quite like that movie, actually. I do. John Lithgow, right? Is that... Lithgow plays the uh, Shatner parts. Yes, 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 he does. No, uh, even the movie's great. Dan Aykroyd in that one's fantastic. I just... Yeah. All right, well... I don't think we can find that one. It's not even on DVD, is it? The the Twilight Zone, the movie? The movie. I, yeah. Might be. I don't know. We'll have I to... think it is. The one where everyone died. That's right. Oh, uh, no. All right. Literally, the you... actors died. Yeah. <laughs> the children, uh, well, um, child actors what's, died. What was the actor's name? That, uh, he lost his head. Oh. Ma- Mar- Mar- Vic, Vic yeah. Morrow. Vic Morrow. Thank you. It was Mel. It was Vic Tabak. <laughs> Are you just making up names? I lost my head, Alice. Alice. Uh, okay. She seen it. Yeah, um, if you learned anything in this segment right now, watch Twilight Zone. Twilight yes. Zone. Good God, that's um, a great show. My, my favorite would be uh, the one titled Number 47 Looks Just Like You, where there are four actors, and it's a society where everyone has plastic surgery. Oh, that's a like. classic. It's insanely good. You'll notice that it's Ellie Mae Clampett is the pretty one. Yes, it is, and I just figured that out now. <laughs> and then right. watch number two on the list, which was the greatest American hero. Not on the no, <laughs> sorry, not on the list. Believe it or not. Uh, All right, uh, listen, we uh, oh, you stirred it. We gotta, we, we got, got three oh. drinks to drink. Well, we gotta finish our drinks, and I then we gotta go got more naked. And then we gotta drunk drive, and uh, then we gotta explain Captain EO to the children. I gotta oh, race to drive. I'm going to try real hard. we got to get more drinks in him before we do that. Oh, I love Disneyland. The drinking tour of Disneyland continues. I'm going to get everyone naked. Whoa, shit. That is a promise, folks. All right, we'll be back. Okay, this, uh, this portion of the podcast should have been 
and was supposed to be a brilliant, (laughs) on-the-spot, recorded segment, recorded at... At Disney's California Adventure in the Uva Bar. Uva. Actually, no, it was, that's, it was in downtown Disney. It was in downtown yeah. Disney at the Uva Bar. Yeah. Uh, where we uh, wrap up the show and we talk about Captain EO and we say goodbye. Yeah. Well. Like fireworks are going off. Like yeah, fireworks are going off. Grand finale. And, uh, <laughs> and, and I, we sat down and I knew this was going to be the final break. And I said, I want to make sure I get this. So I thought just instinctively. I didn't know whether I needed to or not. I just instinctively went, I want to make sure I get this. So I changed the batteries in my little digital recorder that we've been doing the show on. Now, keep in mind, he's housed. Yes. (laughs) Not just he. All of us. Okay, we're housed. So say say we all. (laughs) All four of us, we were were housed. So I thought I'd. I thought, I'll be very careful. I won't pull them both out at the same time. I'll just do one at a time, uh-huh. hoping to keep like the digital recorder's memory and yeah. dates and all that in, intact. Completely reset the entire thing. Oh, man. I get home, and I'm looking at the stuff, and it didn't record that break. That thing was like 26 minutes long, too. It was just fucking It was babbling. brilliant. It was brilliant, though. That's right, because I said that the, the it was all about Captain EO. It was all about and Captain EO. The, yeah, about 26 minutes long, and Captain EO is about 15 minutes long. <laughs> but what happened was is it actually copied the break before that we had, the one you just heard. Yeah. Huh. So anyway, that's know. that's what happened. and uh, lost to the ether. Luckily, uh Jimmy and Shannon were able to come over and help us wrap up this this episode of the podcast. Oh, it'll be fun because we're drinking talk, to our business. We can talk about what happened after. We can talk about exactly because we didn't have that. <laughs> we didn't we didn't get that on tape. Yeah. So the best slash worst thing that we did on this entire trip was Captain EO. Fucking Captain EO. I was like, guys, I want to go see Captain EO. And for those who don't know, Captain EO. Is in the uh, is in the uh, a theater in Tomorrowland next to Space Mountain. Now it originally was put out when in the eighties sometime, right? It was yeah, mid to late eighties, and it was when Michael was still alive and still looked relatively normal and a god at that time. And yeah. exactly, uh, and he he called up Hollywood. And said, Hello, Hollywood. Hey, Hollywood. Said, I want to be in a movie, <laughs> and it's going to be with spaceships, and I want to have a robot and alien friends and a little, I want a pet that's a butterfly cat monkey, <laughs> and I'm going to be the captain of the spaceship. and Rough and tumble. And, and I'm going to save, <laughs> save the universe. And, and, with my ragtag group of fuck-ups. And love. <laughs> And Hollywood, at that time, because Michael Jackson was a fucking god, said, yeah. said whatever you say, Yes, Michael, sir, Mr. Jackson. We're on it. Let me get my checkbook out. You know, they covered their phone. They're like, what the fuck are we going to do? <laughs> we can't make this piece of shit. So, no, Michael, we're still here. <laughs> yeah, no. So they release it. That's right. I was in, talking to my mom. Yeah. In Disneyland. And they create a theater for it. This, I believe this theater was built for Captain EO. When, I, mean, I, I could be wrong, but I think it was. I think it was. I mean, when, the, when it came out, they had a fucking parade for it. Yes. Like, just for the, you know. Now, this was the early days of 3D slash interactive kind of stuff. Nowadays, uh, Disney's really got it figured out. They yeah. do that Bugs Life Theater and that whole thing. Yeah. I um, heard Jimmy's butt. Exactly. But this one, pretty much the extent of the interactivity is... Watching it. Smoke. 
3D, and the seats move. Yeah. And that's about it. Do you remember the seats moving? <laughs> sort of. <laughs> I think he's laughing too hard. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, Hollywood answers the call of Michael Jackson. Who picks up the phone first? Well, George Lucas. Oh, of course. Of course. Of course. Because he doesn't know a bad project when it hits him in the face. What? I just finished Return of the Jedi. I got nothing to do. Yeah, wait, wait. I got these old sets laying around. Let's use them. So there's... <laughs> Grab that elephant. <laughs> uh, hello, Ridley Scott. This is uh, George. Do you have uh, some leftover costumes from Alien, uh, perhaps, that we could use them for our a villain, our uh, evil queen? We're just... The... Uh, sure. Michael Jackson's putting together a fucking crazy film. We're just... <laughs> we don't want to make anything new for this piece of shit, so... <laughs> And Ridley says, hey, listen, if Michael calls, you lost my number. All right. <laughs> so who else answers the call? Jimmy Martin? Francis Ford Coppola. <laughs> yeah. The director of The Godfather. The guy what directed The Godfather. Yeah. <laughs> A respectable man. <laughs> says, uh, sure, I'll uh, direct that for you. Wait, Let me the... see the script. I think it's first. All right, I'll still do it. <laughs> <laughs> Special effects team, Lucasfilm, Francis Ford Coppola, the biggest names in Hollywood are all afraid to tell Michael Jackson this is a horrible idea. I love that he flies his spaceship that looks like an eggplant with sails on it. Yeah. <laughs> like an Indian headdress or yeah. something. Oh, God. And it's just... It is just there's so much there's so much happening in in this in this thing that that just screams Michael's fucked up id because I mean he wrote it right I mean it, it was mostly his I'm, idea I'm sure he did something right I want a little alien friend and he'll be a like an elephant fucking hooter but it's a hooter little, I hate but, hooter but a, he'll be little and his trunk will be a flute. <laughs> And he'll yeah. fart all the time. He'll fart all the time and fuck everything up. In fact, that's what I, remember. That's what I called it when you said that you accidentally erased the original thing. Yes, I said you pulled a real hooter there, I pal. Pulled a real hooter. <laughs> so the big question became: Is why would a captain of a starship have a fuck up like this hooter little on fuck his up? Ship? I, I fuck, and yeah. his bed is on the bridge of the fucking ship, <laughs> and he's a dirty little fucker, and he can't do nothing right. He can't do nothing right. Not Fuck a damn it. thing. Now, before, I guess, going back a little bit, before we walked right, into this sir. theater. He's blue. He's blue. Because you had seen it before, Terry. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I, I had I, seen it. I barely remembered it. But I, she, I ain't never but seen it. Shannon never seen it. was really excited. That was like, the fun part, was watching him watch it. Because well, I, I just remember, I was just like, I looked it over at Karen, and I was like, is this fucking real? Yeah, that's why he kept is, shouting, is this real? Is, is this, this real? <laughs> is this real life? Is this a parody? What? Is this happening? <laughs> Wait, wait, I, I, I backtrack. Yeah. When Michael died, they put it back in the theater yeah. Yeah. as Captain EO tribute. Tribute. He's fucking dead. Yeah. <laughs> so when they did that, though, when they, the line was out the park. Yeah. Not get, so much when we were there. Yeah. <laughs> like 16 no, people. No problem getting a seat there. No. Nice and cool if it's a yeah. hot day. Exactly. Gonna... <laughs> Take a nap. <laughs> so there's, 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 there's Hooter. Who, why do you let him sleep on the bridge? That's the question. Know. That's where his room his room is on the bridge. Why is that? And he doesn't keep it up. It's dirty. He's a messy and little I, fuck. And I thought that Michael's first uh, reaction to Hooter was a little harsh. I, you know, his first is because Hooter threw something. I don't remember what it was, and he was very harsh with him. I thought just a how little. is he? What he when he goes Hooter? <laughs> I was very Hooter! very. Hooter! He just kept saying that over Hooter. The whole fleet thinks we screw ups. You gotta stop it. 
Hooter. Now, no, not the Hopefully, Commander Bob. Commander, Command, <laughs> Commander Bob. Commander Bob. Now, I was so drunk, I was looking into the uh, the true meaning of of what was going yeah, you on. Pulled with, some crazy with Captain Eonis. And as I recall, I theorized that the other member of the cast, the crew of his ship, which was a two headed alien, and like one was a one head was a. It's like a cat that wears glasses. Yeah. And then another one is like a furry bird. But they're both clearly female. And I sort of <laughs> felt that maybe it was Latoya and Janet merged into... That was his vision. It's like, to him, they were just the same person. But they had to be represented separately, so he just made them into one character. You know? <laughs> so I, does Tito Hooter? <laughs> no. Well, Tito might have been Hooter. Tito! I think, no, I, honestly, I think Hooter might have been the, the other side of Michael's id, who is self-conscious. Yeah. Who's constantly needing to feel like he, uh, you know, he's, he does oh, screw up and he's sorry He's about the it. side that Joe Jackson used to beat the shit out of. And I think that the drum machine robot was Joe Jackson. With the monocle! With the monocle? Monocle. It was clearly an older black gentleman, I thought. Uh, I think that's who Joe was. Show this thing is so fucked up. You need to see it if you haven't. Uh, But just incredibly, just so fucking bizarre. And, and of course, let's not forget our villain, uh, the alien queen, who, uh, when Michael meets her, she looks like, it looks like they took parts, they took some costume elements from Alien, because she clearly had that head. But it was, uh, what's the actress's name? Angelica, Angelica Houston. Houston. Yeah, Angelica Houston's face, where the alien face is, but her head went back. Yeah. And she had the long nails, which that was her. That was that her, was the 3D. That was her 3D. Oh! Yeah. <laughs> and she always forgot her lines, too. Yeah. Turn them into. And then remember, I kept going to the movie. I was going, line. Line. <laughs> Did she turn them into trash cans? Trash cans. Trash cans. <laughs> I wish Lola were here. She has it memorized. Yeah. <laughs> um, Lola said that when she was a kid that. The nails scared the shit out of her. <laughs> but, it's, but it's like a combination of alien makeup and Borg Queen makeup because it's like yeah. all these oh. wires and shit coming down from the ceiling and she's yep. floating. And uh, clearly, it's again, I got all philosophical on it because the first thing that uh, that Michael said to her because he was supposed to give her a gift. Give her a gift. The fleet sent to give hey, her a gift. Commander Bob said I should come here. <laughs> you are beautiful, Queen. On the inside. <laughs> And so naturally, and again, this is all part yeah, of Michael's, know, yeah. Michael's psychology here, he has to shape the world into what he thinks is beautiful. So what does he do using his magical powers of Captain EO? And his rainbow shirt. He and starts turning evil robots into 80s disco dancers. Like the gay, <laughs> gay, flamboyant. gay buffonted <laughs> 80s dancers. Leon. Yeah, sleeveless colors. t-shirts. And he does this by dancing and thrusting his pelvis. And shooting layers, like weird energy out of his hands and feet. And what I also noticed, remember? <laughs> so her, all her guards are like these black zombie robots. Yeah. And when he shoots them with, their, with his fucking dance magic, magic yeah. um, they turn into like white. They turn white. And I go, see that? Michael Jackson just wants to turn everything white. <laughs> <laughs> and then... He's like, I'm going to do this to myself someday. You know, again... <laughs> The queen was Using not the magic of the queen, the queen was not beautiful in his eyes, so he had to change her into some sort of human form, you know, molding the universe to his liking again. Yeah, with the help of Hollywood and magic and, and dance and dance and love. Hey, Hooter! 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 Stop it! Hooter! 
stop it. Nah, remember Hooter broke the fucking... Hooter broke the He was the, the drum ship. He was the keyboard player. He broke the ship. He broke the keyboard. He broke the drum. He's such a fucking idiot. Why you'd have him on your crew, I don't know. My favorite was... Uh, so Michael's, ja- Michael's dancing, and he sees it's time to escape. And he tries to leave that fucking band behind. Yeah, like, he like hits the road. He's like running, and then a... He had an open I'm door leave you guys. and he was going to abandon everybody. He's like his entire family. He's the yeah. worst fucking captain I've ever seen. Fuck this ragtag group of fuck ups. But then the door closes and he's like, oh, okay, oh shit, I was just joking. Okay. <laughs> I love it, Huda. All right, I'll save the day with love. <laughs> like, I want to see part two. Like they're going to be flying off and they're like, so. Hi, what, what the fuck was that, yeah, what EO? The fuck are you fucking running from. <laughs> I, I saw that, Captain. You suck. <laughs> the metal man's like, I was in my fucking drum set mode. I couldn't run. I couldn't run? I was, I was a drum. I transformed. That's the thing. Like, and the fucker, how did the butterfly, that butterfly cat monkey yeah. had two really odd talents, I thought. One motherfucker could play a stand-up bass with his teeny tiny hands. Little <laughs> tiny <laughs> hands. He had like baby playing, hands. Playing a stand-up bass. Yeah. And, and also, can't explain that. he could tie a knot with his asshole. <laughs> <laughs> Remember? He flies down. Yeah, he flies down and he lands on the tied rope. He ties their whips up. Yeah. Ties their whips they're, up with his asshole, I swear. And it's got this whole S&M dominatrix shit going on no, in there. It, just, it really does. What the fuck? It's got a lot of things wrong with it, and folks. Just so much. And like, Remember, we were talking about this too. With like, uh, There's a part where the ship crashes. Mm-hmm. And there's debris oh, everywhere. Yeah. And Michael is laying there on the ground. And for some reason, there's a fucking plastic fried egg laying on his chest. <laughs> on Hooter. Greatest prop master ever. Yeah. That came from Hooter. Meant the band from Hooter's Hooter. And if you want to We told you if you didn't. Uh, you're supposed to put the stuff in the garbage. Hooter. The fleet already thinks we're fuck ups. Hooter. And if you want to see more fun stuff, go get there 10, 15 minutes before the show starts. And they, <laughs> so you can watch that they making play, up? Yeah, behind the scenes feature. The making up. And yes. you had the best, uh, you know. Um, my, my observation was yeah. simply you'll notice that you don't see Michael yeah. in anywhere. Any, anywhere in the creation slash rehearsal of this thing. Because he just shows up on the day and it happens. Yep. <laughs> I don't need to fucking wear hers. And remember, uh, I had to show up. George Lucas is in there and he wasn't wearing plaid. It was on. He was wearing like a Miami Vice suit. I, I think I didn't recognize. I him. think Captain EO drove George Lucas to wear plaid. Think it made him crazy. Yeah. I'm, I'm abandoning uh, my suits. Right, Screw this. I'm never wearing a suit again. Yes. Look what I did in a suit. But uh, anyway, so we finished recording the, our description of that. My, and my favorite was the that group of rowdy African American dudes behind us who were just like they just kept going, jam hole, jam hole. Didn't even notice. Oh, they were cracking me up. I was so caught up. Those were the guys I was talking about. Who uh, talking that one guy about who farted when we were waiting in line? Oh, that stunk so bad. I don't remember most of that. So at the very end, I remember just saying, "I just it's just another part, part of me." me. <laughs> so I remember too, like when this, and I, I leaned over to you and I go, "Hey, Gary, these special effects aren't so special." Jesus. <laughs> Awful. It was something else. I give it less than a year, and it's gone. Uh, go see it before they yank it. Yeah. It's something else. It, like if you it really are is. into. Great bad shit. Just, this is up in my if, top five. Yes, if you love cringeworthy bad shit. Yeah. yeah. It's like, oh. 
You've it's just, seriously in my top five. You've got to see it. What the fuck was that? Uh, I don't know. So we we finish up recording our thing at the Uva Bar, and and I put the recording stuff away. And we decided it's it's you know we can go and have some more fun. And I think we went and had some more drinks. Yeah, we somewhere. went to the House, House of Blues. Blues. That's right. That's right. They're having that reggae concert. Oh, that's right. They were having. We finished up. We went to House of Blues. There was a reggae concert there. And we got a contact high. Got a contact it was, high. It smelled like weed, like crazy. Had some more uh, shots because it wasn't too busy in the bar. Yeah. And um, which was a great idea. Yeah. It just kind of. We were already as as we put yeah. a pretty house, house and yeah. uh, it just kind of sent us over the edge <laughs> to the point where it was like. Uh, no, Jimmy's instinct kicked in. Well, well, the first first Lola pulled the Captain EO. Yeah. And she says, I'm abandoning this ragtag group of <laughs> fuck-ups. But this time... And ran for the gate. The gate did not close. No, she made it to that parking lot. <laughs> Lola made it to the parking lot. And I, the, I texted her the next day. She made it home oh, fine. Yeah, yeah. So. Mind you, while this is all going on, especially towards the later hours, Shannon and I had a flight at 6 a.m. the next day. Yes, that was... Wake! And Carrie kept saying... I can get I, I'll get you guys I'll, get, I'll get you there. I'll I'm get like, you there, nah, guys. So we're like, nah, no. No, we'll just catch you later. Don't <laughs> <laughs> sure blame me. No, no. No, we were just like, first of all, we didn't want to get up a fucking... Uh, there was no way I was going to get well, up. No, because there was, chance. it was like one o'clock in the morning. And I know, we like had to get two. up at three. Yeah, 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 yeah to drive back home. <laughs> true. I, didn't, I didn't do the math that way. Yeah, all right. it wasn't going to happen. So we... <laughs> Like I said, Jimmy's instinct kicked in, and it was like, we got it. We got to go home. But, well, I have a homie beacon. You do. And when it clicks on, I go, see you later. <laughs> and, so, and so Shannon and I, we started to follow Jimmy. Yeah. But I realized I needed some food. Like, oh, yeah. I want McDonald's. I, and I knew there was a McDonald's <laughs> right there. So, And, and Shannon and was like, like, I wanted 7-Eleven for wanted some 7-11. reason. You wanted 7-Eleven. I wanted to go to the homeland. So, work. It's, so it's in opposite directions. Jimmy goes right back to the room. Yeah. And I went to McDonald's and... And you went to 7-Eleven. Yeah, I, I Googled it on my phone. I was like, where's the 7-Eleven? Siri. Because I was like, I need another beer, too. <laughs> now, I made it to McDonald's. Okay, yeah, we should tell. So you tell what happened to Barely. you. Barely. And I just was standing there trying to focus on the menu. <laughs> I will say this. Can I say? Hmm? I have seen you drunk. Mm-hmm. I think... I will say that is probably the drunkest I've seen you. Really? Well, okay. Yeah. That I can remember. Hard for hard for me to measure because I'm there. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so I'm standing there at the McDonald's and I'm like, my instinct said filet of fish. And I don't know. <laughs> and I, I, at the time I couldn't figure out why. But I, and then I realized now it was because I was told that, that if you want something fresh at McDonald's, nobody buys filet of fish and they have to make it usually right then and there. Uh, so, so that was, I think, was what clicked in my head. I like fresh food. <laughs> <laughs> but then I saw a picture of a the, the soft serve chocolate dip cone, right? I'm like, okay, I want that too. So I said to them, um, filet of fish <laughs> and chocolate dip cone. So I'm standing there watching as they and they run into the back to do the fillet fish. But then the guy's like, he wasn't prepared for the chocolate dip count. So he goes up to the chocolate dip sauce, right? And he's looking at it, and he he pulls out this long straw and he starts stirring it, you know. And he calls somebody over and he goes, "Does this look right to you?" Oh God! And I'm watching this whole thing, just going, "Oh, <laughs> that doesn't look fresh." So he. Dips the soft serve cone into the chocolate, brings it up, and of course the magical chemical reaction happens and it hardens, yeah. you know. And he hands it to me and he says, try that, 
and tell me if it's right. This is what you want to hear? What you want to hear? What you want to hear at a McDonald's at fucking yeah. three o'clock in yeah. the morning? You want me the test rat? And the movement of the cone, I, I caught it as he's putting it toward me. I caught it. And the movement kept going, and it didn't stop. I tried to make it to my mouth, but I didn't make it to my mouth. It made it to my, my shoulder. Because you showed you showed us the smudge the next morning. Yeah, I showed you had like I, a little chocolate smudge on his. And it made it to my shoulder, and then it just kind of plopped. And I remember looking up at the guy like this, like small child, and I was like, "Oh, I got my Akeem." And he, exactly. And he goes, let me get you another one. Oh, thanks. He was just like, oh, look at this sad motherfucker. Right clearly here. this man is just housed. And so this guy, if anybody needs a fucking ice cream cone, so he, this so sorry he, sack of shit. So he, gets me, so he gets me another one. Tell you what, it's on the house. And I just held it. He goes, do you want to try that? And I said, I'm fine. Just holding it perfectly. I'm trying to figure out how to work this thing. Exactly. Oh. And then they hand me a sack with my filet of fish in it. And I stagger outside, I remember, and I thought, oh, there's no way I'm going to make it back to the hotel room. <laughs> whole thing. The whole and ice cream cone. And it was delicious. Like a champ, sure <laughs> right. it was. It was delicious. And uh, then I hurried and finished up the filet of fish as I'm stumbling. And I yeah. can, I'm going, you know, as I'm walking, it's back and forth on the sidewalk. Sure. And then I found my way back to the room and plop, yeah. cut two. <laughs> so Shannon Burns. I leave him and I'm like... For some reason, I, I'm like, it's 2 o'clock in the morning. I, I can still buy a beer. I'm going to go to fucking 7-Eleven. I'm buying a beer and foods. A real beer, too. Yeah. So I just walk, and like, it's about a mile and a half away from the thing. And boy, it was just neat. I saw a lady fall down. She was so drunk in a mini dress, and she fell down, and she looked really confused like a child. <laughs> and her friends didn't want to help her up. That was cool. And I saw a guy standing in the alley. Uh, drinking beer both ways. He's like, hey. I'm like, hey. And I think it was me from the future. I'm not sure. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so it was an old guy. I look with a beer and everything. It was fucking weird. Future. So I get to the 7 Eleven and I buy a big uh, fat tire, okay. Sprite, a go go taquito, and some <laughs> shitty tacos oh. that they had there and ate those on the way back. Should have had the flavor. Stumbling like a motherfucker, too. And then I get back. Well, first, I also, I had to text or call Jimmy. I'm like, oh, yeah. Because I realized halfway to there, I'm like, oh, fuck. I don't know what room we're in. Uh, what room? Like, Jimmy. Jimmy, what's the room number? And he's like, I don't know. I don't know. I'm like, aren't you there? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Let me call you back in a minute. I got to go look at the door. <laughs> I had to walk over to the door. <laughs> he couldn't remember. He had to get up, look at the door number. Yeah, so he then... gets up, he opens the door. Looks at the uh, door number. 407. 407. Calls now, me back. Now, was I back when that happened? No. Okay. All right. So he's like, 407. So I'm sitting there going, 407, 407, 407. Right? <laughs> I get back, and I told Carrie in the morning, I was like, oh, buddy, I'm glad you snore. <laughs> Otherwise, I would have thought you were fucking dead. Right? <laughs> so I walk in, open the door, and Carrie had the first bed right inside the door, and Carrie... He just looked like the cutest little man. Just all, he was just out with his clothes on, mm-hmm. on his back, just... <laughs> My belly full of filet of fish but, and ice cream. And I was just like, when I first walked in, I was like, oh, no. 
But then he snored. And I was like, I was like, buddy? And you woke up, you're just like, it's like, all right. Want me to turn off the lights, honey? Yeah. And I turned off the lights. And I walk in. And uh, Jimmy's there. And he's just out. Jimmy's cute when he's passed out, too. Yep. He lays, do you don't know, do you know this? You just lay flat down on your uh, stomach with your mouth wide open. Yep. It's pretty cute. And I'm really snoring. I didn't no. hear you snore. No. Uh, yeah. So, and then I walked in and I looked at that beer and I was like, what the fuck? I don't want this thing anymore. Put that in the fridge. <laughs> but you had it for breakfast. So. I had it for breakfast. <laughs> I ate some magical chocolate and then I went to sleep. That's right. <laughs> All it was an uh, interesting night. All in all, a success, though. Yeah. Tell you what, I'm st- I was fucking tired. That next I mean, day, we're, I we're a week like, out now. I'm still. I still don't feel good. Yeah, I'm still recovering. Good. I lo- I've lost six pounds since I've been home because I haven't really been able to eat. Yeah. yeah. Good for you. I guess. Yeah. <laughs> I guess. Anorexia is a diet, yeah. right? in a way. All right. Uh, uh, but yeah, I had a great time though. Woo, and, uh, it was I, fun. I think we need to do it again. Yeah, that's fucking. Let's go out there now. No. <laughs> I'll right. tell you what, though. You know, I'm kind of. I was kind of in a bad way when I almost threw up on the cars ride. <laughs> oh, you did? Yeah. Oh, you didn't tell me that. Uh, yeah. It's just a ride that goes fast, and I'm just. I got off. Oh, jeez. Because <laughs> I mean, we were a little drunk at that point. Well, I think that I, ride's cool. That's but I've been ride. living uh, Martin style for. Oh, that three days before, so three, four, four days, days before. Yeah, four days. That's no, right. Sunday, Monday, Tuesday. three. Okay. No, five days. Yeah. Five days right. before we got there. Living, <laughs> living the Martin Loca. Well, boys, we got to do it again. Yeah. Had a good time. And um, we're going to be back here tomorrow, huh? Yes, we will. I think the next adventure should be to Orlando. We, we, oh. I, let's plan to the Simpsons. Orlando, uh, I'll tell you Simpsons what. Land. You want to talk, you get tore up from the floor up in All right, Orlando. We'll do it. Universal, there's the there everywhere. Yeah. I'll never forget. I got off the Hulk coaster. Mm-hmm. There first it is. Ride, and I walked out, and there was a motherfucker standing there with a big, uh, right big there, ice tub of beer. And I was like, "Well, I didn't think I needed a beer until right now." Yeah. <laughs> you know. All right. All right. Uh, we'll do it again, and uh, maybe you guys will be there for it, <sighs> listeners. Enjoy. Yeah. All right. Uh, if things go well, right after this, an interview with Brian Posehn. If things don't go well. Hey, thanks for stopping by. (laughs) Pleased to enjoy. Brian Posehn is on the phone. Hi, Brian Posehn. How are you? I'm good. How are you doing? We're good. We were speculating as, you know, you obviously have some sort of project that you wanted to talk about. I was speculating that you were just calling in to tell us that you were born in Sacramento. (laughs) Yeah, I've just been calling it all the radio stations. <laughs> just uh, you guys just to let them know. <laughs> hey, guys, I was born in Sacramento. Nice talking to you. That's not even true. But, uh, <laughs> I was born in uh, South Bay, actually, uh, down by close to uh, San Jose or by uh, Stanford University. God, so, can, you, can you buy anything on the Internet? Can you believe any of it anymore? Oh, your, this your fact sheet we have the Internet blows. Yeah, this fact sheet here is an error. All right. Uh, well, yeah, it has been. Uh, I used to do a bit about how messed up my Wikipedia was. Because yeah. uh, it said I was a, a concert pianist at one point. <laughs> really? Yeah. So what are you doing? Why? I've, got, I've got that look. I mean, you, know, you do. You, you do. You see, you very, know, it's a, very sophisticated. Spend a lot of time in front of the piano. Yeah, so. very sophisticated mm-hmm. man, Brian. Not true. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, I would have thought you were a pianist. All right. <laughs> but uh, you're uh, you're talking about your uh, special that you have now. Yes, the 
artist who comes out on a DVD and CD next Tuesday, the 25th. But, you know, it's available now for pre-order on Amazon and iTunes and all those places. Has it been seen anywhere, or is this the the, the, the Yeah, it was, uh, I debuted on Netflix uh, for a couple of months. Mm. Uh, I think it came out there in March or April. Mm-hmm. Now, I haven't had a chance to see um, it before. Which is what a lot of guys are doing now. Yeah. Uh, Bill Burr did it, and uh, it's just a, a cool place to kind of debut your special instead of doing it on the networks. And, uh, I mean, I love Netflix, and it just uh, it made sense. It was a nice fit. Well, it just uh, and you get to control the product. You don't have some corporation uh, trying to tell you how, how to present it and everything. Now, this is. Uh, right. And, yeah. and it was, uh, yeah, I mean, the key thing for me is th- that it's uncensored. Uh, my other two specials were for uh, networks, and they were, you know, uh, very censored over the years. <laughs> now, this is. So uh, uh, the first, like, hour long thing I've done, and, then, and the first thing I've done that was, uh, you know, available the way I wrote it. Uh, this special uh, also covers your, uh, uh, for lack of a better word, evolution uh, as as a uh, as a human being, <laughs> because in in like Nerd Rage, it was all about getting high and heavy metal and everything, and now you're and now you're a dad. Yeah, uh, well, that's the big thing with me is uh, kind of my act is always uh, what, whatever I'm going through at that moment. That's what I'm talking about. And uh, now I'm a 46 year old guy, and I, you know, I still I still have the same likes. So I still have like these nerdy, uh, you know, uh, likes that I, you know, I'm still really into heavy metal and all that stuff and horror movies. But I'm also a dad now, and uh, trying to stay alive for my kid. And I'm a guy who has not taken care of himself, so I'm, I'm heavy set, and you know, <laughs> so all the, the a lot of jokes are coming from that. Is there is there some important lessons for uh, uh, nerds who are raising kids, <laughs> pop culture wise? Uh, raising kids. Um, I mean, I know you did a bit about well, uh, how your kids will never see the uh, the Star Wars prequels and all that. But is there anything else yeah, that you've I mean, learned? That's a big thing in my house. <laughs> yeah, I think if you're nerdy, uh, your kid is going to get a little bit of that, um, or you know. <laughs> Who knows? My next special might be how my son is rebelling against me. You know, at this point, he's four years old, so he's still into the. We have the same likes, especially he likes farts just as much as I do at this point. <laughs> yeah. Um, but uh, down the road, he might go, "Daddy, aren't you getting a little old for that?" You know, and uh, I'm telling he you, he might stop, stop liking the heavy metal and, and go the other way. I'm telling you, Brian, I have two. I have two kids, and when I let one rip now, they go, "Dad, quit it." They've already God. surpassed you. Oh, yeah, they're way no longer funny. Huh? Yeah. yeah, maybe that kid will grow up to be a concert pianist. Yeah, daddy's just gross now. Yeah, yep, that's exactly just right. Just God damn. Oh. We uh, we have to run, but before we go, I wanted to thank you for making Deadpool such a great read every month. Uh, oh, nice. For those who don't know, uh, Brian is uh, writing the uh, character of Deadpool for Marvel Comics, and he's making it so good. Oh, nice. Yeah, uh, that's been a fun gig. It's, uh, writing comics is a lot of work. Nobody told mm-hmm. me that, but uh, it's been a ton of fun. Oh, is, you're, you're is, it, uh, is it lucrative? Or you, do you get some, does it, you no, make some good no, no, I'm totally doing it uh, as a, a fun, you know, side thing. It's more a labor of uh, love. Guys than that do comic books full time, I mean, 
I think you have to do several books to even survive. You yeah. know, all the, the big guys have like four belt or four books under their belt every mm-hmm. month. Yeah, uh, yeah. And I'm just writing Deadpool. Well, uh, you're a, you're a perfect fit for that character. I just think it's a great a great marriage, and I hope that you continue to do it. I'm losing you guys. All right, sorry. Uh, okay. Okay. Hey, we gotta go, Brian. See ya. Bye. Okay. Thank you. Yep. Bye.